0: What happens if a vampire drinks werewolf blood? What happens if you give Red Bull to a spider? All of these questions you can find the answer to on this, this paranormal,
1: paranormal live. Hello
0: everyone and welcome to this paranormal life the comedy paranormal podcast where every week we investigate a brand new tale and come to the conclusion as to whether or not it is truly paranormal my name is rory powers and across from me sits the one and only kit greer
2: hey bud so we hit record um yeah let's just dive let's jump in i think we are recording
0: I put so much energy into that. I wow. really gave that
2: a hundred percent. I must have blacked out for a second. To hear the All yawn. Right. Sorry, I'm on board. Disagree. I'm on board. Okay. Do you need Do you need a minute or something? Do you want to call me?
0: No, no, I'm good. Well, don't yawn into the no, mic. No, I'm here. good. I'm <laughs>
2: good. I said I'm. Good. <laughs> I, said I'm... <sighs> <laughs> I did want to say this is one of those times where uh, one of your intro questions, science has already answered it. Have you wow. ever, Have you ever seen uh, not the werewolf blood one before oh, you get right. too excited? Uh, do you ever see the images of what different spider webs look like when they give the spiders different drugs?
0: No, is that, an, is that a real thing? That sounds like an experiment I would do <laughs> as an 11-year-old boy.
2: Yeah, and they gave, I want to say they gave the spider caffeine, aka Red Bull, uh, weed, alcohol, <laughs> and maybe cocaine or acid <laughs> or something. And the results are quite humorous.
0: Wow, is it just different types of designs or like... After they gave him some weed, did he just not make a web?
2: Spoiler alert, the weed he gives up halfway through, the alcohol is wonky as all hell, the (laughs) cocaine, he makes way too many lines, and then the uh, acid, I think, (laughs) he he makes a web of (laughs) complex geometric patterns, although that one might have been a joke. Can spiders OD? Yes, oh yes. (laughs) You're like, many of them did. I think they all died. (laughs) This was like their last the last moments on earth were captured what a way to go i would love it if they were like they also gave a spider crystal meth
0: and it uh robbed the scientists at knife point <laughs> and took over the lab they had to just
2: wall that one up seal off the lab and bury it underground they gave one of the pcp it got topless started fighting other spiders but we're not here to talk about
0: spiders that's our other podcast today we're here to talk about a mythological creature Now let me reword that, because it might not be mythological, asshole.
2: I didn't say anything. I don't know what you were talking about yet. We're
0: here to talk about a different beast. It's February 17th, 1998, and an unnamed woman was trekking through the Canadian wilderness. In her testimony, she claimed that she'd been climbing these mountains and hike trails for over 10 years, and today was no different than usual. She made her way through the backcountry of Banff, beyond the point a fairly well-known hike-in campground. Further up the mountain, she noticed a group of trees on a cliffside where there'd been none before. Strange, but who knows? Maybe the ground had shifted or the trees had grown. And that's when she saw it. Blending among the trees was a creature. A beautiful, dark green creature perched on the rocky cliffside, fanning its large wings. The woman said, It was the most beautiful creature I'd ever seen. His head was long, with large eye ridges and two smaller bumps with a triceratops-like horn on his nose. Uh Uh-oh. At the back of his head were two large horns jutting out backwards and two smaller horns below them. As I stood there, it turned and looked at me and cocked its head to the side, almost like a bird. Then, it spread its enormous wings and vaulted off the cliff. My legs felt so weak that I had to sit down. What? After the creature leapt from the cliff and took off around the side of the mountain, the woman knew that she had just seen a
2: fully grown dragon. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) holy moly. (laughs) We know what a dragon is. Okay. Uh, What the f*** is going on? Kit? what do you know about dragons? (laughs) I know this lady's been hiking for too long. 10 years. I think she stopped in between those
0: years. I do want to say she hasn't been hiking for 10 years straight (laughs) because that would
2: be a problem. She hasn't eaten in five days. She hasn't had a sip of water in three. Wow. I mean, what do I know about dragons? What a question. Uh, I guess we all know a little bit. I know the basics. They're like treasure, live in caves massive, breathe fire, yeah. fight medieval knights.
0: You're hitting a lot of good points here. This I didn't know
2: there were many dragons in Banff in 1998.
0: Yeah, now this this uh, case is a bit of a unique one. As we're going to learn, there aren't a lot of modern day dragon sightings, but they do still occur all over the world. Wow, that's a big surprise. It truly is. This is why I start all of my hinge dates with, what do you know about dragons? <laughs> I think it sets a good, like a good tone for how the date is going to go. Which is
2: kind of mad that you remain so normal through the texting process, setting yeah. up the date, picking a nice venue, dressing nice, meeting up, all just to sit down <laughs> at the restaurant. The waiter comes along. Can I get you guys something to drink? Not now, <laughs> sir. What do you know about dragons? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know
0: this, um, this, this little place does um, it's, it's American style food, but it is, it is really good quality. Uh, it's a McDonald's. And I'm in the corner of the restaurant smoking a pipe in the shadows like Aragorn. (laughs) My face illuminated with every puff.
2: like, Oh, my God. Rory. Call me Strider. (laughs) I won't. I will not. I will leave. No. Okay. Rory. (laughs) Tell me, fair maiden. What do you know about dragons? I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. I'm going to get a Happy Meal and I'm going to go. No, fair
0: maiden! I have ordered you McNuggets! (laughs) Uh, I told you I was vegan. An apple pie then? Uh, Yeah, I haven't had a lot of dates, you know. But I like to think that's because of my personality, not my love of dragons. Well, as you know, dragons are typically considered a mythological creature. And they've been a part of the history, culture, and folklore of countries all over the world. From as early back as 5000 BC. Damn. Aka before cameras, so don't don't expect any photographic evidence. Alright, he did podcast. say
2: 1998, and it sounded like she got a good look at that thing too.
0: Well, she didn't have a camera, so we're okay, gonna have to find that's another very story. convenient. In China, dragons are more of a symbol of luck or power, and some can cause floods if they're upset by humans.
2: I don't think it's a sign of luck to meet a dragon.
0: Uh, it depends. Well, because uh, you know, in in uh, China. You know, we're not talking about the dragons that are on uh, hordes of treasure. Dragons in, in Chinese folklore are more, they more like float through the sky.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: like your Breath of the Wild dragons. Mm-hmm. It's not that like fire-breathing, rip-you-to-shreds type of dragon. It's
2: not a monster, isn't it? Yeah, it's true, but... I know what you mean, though. I did see a video of... Uh like a Chinatown celebration, you know, and they got like the dragons, you know, doing the dance. Doing the dance, yeah. And uh, they seemed pretty like chill. It seemed like people, you know, thought they were kind of cute. You know, there's men under that costume. People were, they were very benevolent. (laughs) I need you to, I need you to tell me
0: that, you know, that wasn't a real dragon in Chinatown. I thought it was pretty neat
2: that they were able to find some dragons in this day and age. But people were giving offerings to the dragon and the dragon was kind of playing around with it. So, you know, that tells you something that people, they're not seen as fearsome, maybe, the same way we see it.
0: Yeah, in, in different cultures. We
2: see it as King Arthur having to slay the dragon. Of course, it is a beast, a fire-breathing
0: beast. In India, dragons like Vritra were viewed more as giant sea serpents or water snakes. Mm. Almost like the Loch Ness monster, the, those dragons. Damn. Greek historian Strabo wrote that in India, there are reptiles two cubits long with membranous wings like bats that basically piss acid that rains down on people.
2: Yeah, that's not lucky, is it?
0: No, that's not lucky. The Indian bats are... The Indian dragons are not lucky at all. What I'm trying to get across is the dragons come in many forms. Clearly. But I think for a lot of our audience, as we said, when we think of dragons, we think of your typical fire-breathing, treasure-hoarding, scale dragons, Mm -hmm. Uh, the ones from fantasy books like Game of Thrones. So where did this classic imagery come from? Well, the answer may lie in an old epic poem from around as early as 700 AD, the poem of Beowulf, one of the oldest surviving pieces of literature in the English language. In this story, a brave warrior named Beowulf was on the throne in the kingdom of Geatland. Businesses were prosperous, and
2: the people adored their wise and dignified king. Did the king write this? Things are pretty good <laughs> under the king. He was the Jack the most handsome of all kings. Well, he
0: was. But one stormy night, there was a knock at the castle door. It was answered by Wilaf, one of the king's most faithful earls. Standing out in the bitter cold was a man dressed in rags. We said,
2: Welcome, stranger. The night is bitter and I see you shiver. I know not whether you shiver from the cold or some unknown terror, for I see fear in your face and eyes. Whatever the cause, tell us your name and come in and eat and drink with us and explain yourself to our king.
0: We whisked the man to Beowulf's throne and the gracious king was all too happy to listen to the dirty stranger. "'Sire, I have no home. I was out in the woods trying to find somewhere to shelter for winter. I found a cave that stretched into a long tunnel, and at the end was a great chamber full of golden treasures!' "'Well, where is it?' "'Well, my liege, in the center was a sleeping dragon, so I ran away!' "'The king wasn't convinced.' "'Don't lie to me, stranger!' But the ragged man stood firm, holding the king's gaze, as he reached beneath his tattered cloak and pulled out a golden cup encrusted with glittering gemstones. He walked forward and handed it to the king. "'This... this must be the most beautiful chalice on earth. "'Imagine what more the dragon is hoarding! "'And it's all stolen from our ancestors!' I don't know where he's got that from. (laughs) No, sire,
2: I didn't say anything stolen! Stolen! Right from my grandfather's paws! (laughs) You little rat! No, sir, you
0: misunderstand! The king continued. "Hmm. Soon he will know a piece is missing. He will come searching for it and seek vengeance. The king stood up from his throne. I ask for eleven followers. We will slay the beast and take back the treasure of our forefathers. That is ours by right.
2: Pretty convenient bit of logic there. Yeah. You didn't know about this treasure up until five minutes ago. Now you decided it's your birthright. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even know that
0: it existed. And all of a sudden it was stolen from your grandfather. It's like, Sire, you said you never knew your grandfather. Well, I actually think he was a pretty wealthy man. And I actually think the dragon did him dirty. We must put an end to this great terror before it awakens and finds it has been robbed. Who of you will come with me to the lair of the dragon? But little did Beowulf realize that as he was speaking, the dragon was already awake. It knew immediately that one of its prized possessions had been stolen, and it leapt out of its cave towards the kingdom. Back in the kingdom, Beowulf was still choosing the last of his team. Hmm. Now, I don't, I don't want another archer, um, so lastly, I'll choose, uh, Wee Laugh! Unfortunately, it was too late. The mead hall's doors flew open to reveal the kingdom in flames as the dragon swooped over the town, blasting entire streets with fire. My god! It's here! Barricade the entrances! The king then rounded up his team. Follow me out the back door! Get your weapons and armor and meet me in the forest tomorrow
2: morning. Tomorrow morning it's burning up <laughs> <now. laughs> It's too late. It's too late. I'm a little sleepy. I'm honestly a little sleepy. The <laughs> screaming is just deafening. What'd you say? I said I'm sleepy! <laughs> Would you shut up up there? Oh my god. There's no way I'm gonna be able to sleep through this. I love this.
0: This is like the start of a Skyrim game or something. Yeah. Right? Love Very cool.
2: This. Absolutely. Except Usually in those games you get to pick your your class, right? Mm. You know, are you a rogue? You get to pick everything. A ruffian? Are you a, a knight? Whatever. It are you like a in-
0: cat man with a lizard dick? You can. It's so customizable. You can spend hours in that thing.
2: Sure, but it seems like Beowulf sadly yeah. didn't get those kind of choices. Uh, he unfortunately has to fight this thing face on.
0: It's yeah. He can't choose to be an eight foot ogre with a cat's tail and a lizard dick
2: (laughs) nor a kind of oliver twist ruffian that simply runs away from the city leaving it to burn
0: yeah he can't um when things are getting hot just crouch behind a barrel and disappear from the enemy's sight the dragon will burn him it will burn him good
2: you know these days presidents prime ministers they've they've got a cushy little office job at the end of the day back then leading your country meant something yeah it meant leading them on the battlefield and i think they should still
0: enforce that I would like the president of America to be a uh, machine gun in hand, you know, riding a helicopter into the battle, spraying bullets. I don't know why in my head it's Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> 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 but I think that would, I think that sets a good precedent. Well, the next day, Beowulf and his men waited outside the dragon's lair. All right, men, I'm going to try and take down the beast alone, but stay ready. I might need some backup. At that moment, the dragon appeared over the horizon, hurtling towards them at full throttle.
2: Oh, God.
0: All 11 earls immediately ran away into the woods. (laughs) Of course. Leaving the king alone. He raised his sword and shield as the dragon landed in front of him. It towered high, covered in thick gray scales. The king had to duck behind his iron shield to escape the heat from the dragon's fire breath. Without hesitation, he charged at the dragon, swinging wildly, using quick attacks like a ratata.
2: There's <laughs> no, no, there's no way it was like a ratata. Not a Scyther? He, uh, does Scyther know quick attack? Scyther has has a sword for an arm, so... Okay, yeah, maybe more like a Scyther, to be fair. I think he uses cut, <laughs> I think that's one of his moves.
0: Well, he might as well have been a Magikarp using splash, because it was no use. Oh boy, The stench was enough to make Beowulf gag and if his shield got any hotter, he'd have to drop it before his hands started burning. His arms were aching, and his legs felt like they were about to give way, until a voice from behind him cried out, I'm here, sire! We Laugh, who'd been watching the fight. We
2: Laugh, stay (laughs) back! You don't stand a chance, man! Oh! (laughs) Incinerated immediately. Oh, my skin! It's burning and melting! (laughs) Oh! We laugh! It was the best
0: of us. Stand down, king. Your iron suit is no good. I shall use my wooden suit. No, we laugh! Touched by the bravery of his faithful earl, Beowulf found the energy to charge once again, this time striking the beast in his head and melting the sword on contact. However, as the creature thrashed in pain, it seized the king by the neck and pierced his throat with its long teeth.
2: Whoa, that's bad.
0: Welaf took his chance to dart forward and sink his sword into the dragon's belly. It staggered, dropping Beowulf and doubling over in pain. Weiglaf sliced his throat and removed the dragon's head. Wow, We Lav's <laughs> got moves. We did it, Sire! Sire! <laughs> Weiglaf! Quick! Before I die, I would like to hold some of the treasure. We Laugh grabbed a magnificent... Sorry! Excuse me? Are you laughing at this? Seriously? The <laughs> king is on his last breath. Sire, do not have any messages
2: for your, f- for your friends and family in your last moments. No, just the treasure is fine. We Laugh. <laughs> they get the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love you. Whatever. Bye.
0: That's right. Even in death, the most important thing was the treasure the whole
2: time. Wow, it's kind of sad if you think about it. Is, it.
0: it is a little sad. This is uh, the Be a wolf of Wall Street. He was all about the cash. He was all about the money. When he was assembling the team, he actually phoned them up and was like, I've got a lucrative business deal that I wonder if you're interested in. There's a cave nearby filled with gold. And if you don't take this opportunity right now, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. Is we there Lack. a
2: dragon in the cave? Because <laughs> if so, I'm not interested and I'm not going to regret it. <laughs> well, we laugh decided to follow
0: his orders, he went to the cave and he grabbed a magnificent crown and laid it on the king's head. Thank you, Wilaf. You are now king. Take the treasure and do whatever you want with it. You're the true winner of this battle. Now I sleep. The ancient tale of Beowulf the Dragonslayer was a huge part of the mythological depictions of dragons. It was even cited by Tolkien as being a massive inspiration behind
2: The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Wow, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's a bit like, you know, we discussed um, Merlin a couple of episodes back and it's a similar vibe I'm getting, a similar sort of time in history where uh, real history and myth were kind of blended into one. And that's why it feels like these stories are so much a part of the fabric of life when you live in Europe. That was essentially our written history whether it was true or not. Yeah, oh, well, absolutely. I mean, you know, they didn't have
0: newspapers, telegraphs. Like, the news that would spread would probably be the most entertaining stories.
2: This <laughs> was what? fake news. This is fake news
0: in 700 AD. Yeah, so it's like, are people going to really tell the stories of a king that, um, I don't know, poisoned his enemies with wine? Pretty boring. Or are they going to tell the story of Beowulf this magical king who slayed a dragon.
2: These stories did a pretty good job of probably keeping people happy with the status quo, even though they probably lived in great poverty for a long time. If your life sucks, uh, at least if you think that your king is out there slaying dragons, you feel like, Life could always be worse. There could be dragons everywhere. And there only isn't thanks to Beowulf. The king's actually pretty good at killing them. Which is uh, a disturbingly realistic analogy to uh, terrorists in this day and age. You know, I don't know. If not for George W. Bush, there might be a terrorist in my very living room.
0: How sad is that? Yeah, I I love the thought of a peasant family sitting in a mud shack eating dirt for dinner. And before before they take a bite, they're like, we just want to thank our lord and saviour, Beowulf and we laugh the mighty, mighty dragon slayers. Uh, I've of course never met them. <laughs> I only heard that they were our rulers because uh, the guy who runs the farm once delivered milk to the castle. We're alive because of them. And the funny thing is, is back when Beowulf was written, a lot of people genuinely believed that dragons were real. In fact, dragons appear in the pages of biology books alongside real species the book named history of four footed beasts that was published in 1658 wrote dragons have very wide mouths through which they often swallow whole beasts there are some dragons which have wings and no feet some have both feet and wings and some have neither feet nor wings that's a snake it's
2: absolutely a snake (laughs)
0: every variation of wings and feet it's, including none at all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's, uh, it's very worrying to think, isn't it? That these textbooks, which every child in the land based their entire education on and everyone took as gospel fact written by scientists. They were just making it up as they went along, weren't they? I guess, look, the world was a small place. You know, nowadays you believe
0: things in books because you trust the people that have written them, have experienced these facts firsthand. mm-hmm Whereas, like, the guy who tells you that a zebra exists has never seen a zebra. Not in 1658. He's seen a drawing of it in an, in an adventurer's handbook.
2: I guess, to be fair, maybe I'm being a bit harsh because what do I expect them to do? If they wrote a book of everything they had evidence for, the book would be empty. Evidence was hearsay. I guess at that time, everything was blowing their minds. Trees were blowing their minds, so I guess what's a dragon on yeah. top of all that? If they were only going by the animals they encountered
0: every day, the big book of beasts would be rats and birds. It would be every kind of rat and every kind <laughs> an of an <bird>. Irishman. <laughs> some birds have no feet, some have no wings. They are called rats. I was like, okay, so it's just a rat then.
2: Some rats don't have noses, eyes, or tails or feet, and we call them rocks. <laughs> Some rocks are edible. We call those potatoes. (laughs) If you leave a rock in the sunlight, it becomes a potato. And if you leave it in water, it will become a rat. This is the way of life.
0: (laughs) In fact, during an invasion, Alexander the Great himself claims that he saw a 200-foot serpent that the locals worshipped as a god. In the 5th century, Herodotus, the Greek historian, wrote about dragons living in spice groves and frankincense trees, and that the workers had to chase them away with smoke before harvests.
2: Wow. God, that's tough. These days, farmers just have crows. I don't even know what crows do. Do they eat stuff? But you need a scarecrow to keep them away.
0: Yeah, man. What's a scare dragon
2: look like? (laughs) I don't know. An even bigger beast? (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea. Some kind of Godzilla or... Sulu, A robot mech in your <laughs> cornfield to scare them away. A Gundam wing? <laughs> Imagine every farmer had his, was a Gundam pilot. It's a bad harvest this year, Susan.
0: The dragons are coming for the corn again. Better hop in the old Gundam. Show them who's boss. Put the stew on, would you? I'll be back in five. Takes off roasts acres <laughs> of
2: crops in an instant incinerated by the way is corn this good that it's worth <laughs> everything all the effort like shouldn't we just grow f- beans instead oh you don't want to see what the kind of dragons you get if you're growing beans
0: now obviously one popular theory behind why people believe dragons existed comes from not living creatures but fossils hmm Older generations may have discovered dinosaur bones and believed that they were the remains of mighty ancient dragons. Mm, That makes a ton
2: of sense. I've never thought about that before.
0: If all you know are the creatures that you've seen roaming the land, and all of a sudden, I don't know, you're building a new castle. Mm. You take off the edge of a cliffside and see a skeleton that is 30 foot long. All of a sudden... All you've heard about. You don't feel like building a
2: castle anymore. (laughs) You feel
0: like building a shrine, (laughs) a dragon
2: shaped shrine. Sorry, guys, don't set up camp too quickly. We've got to keep moving. Moving. (laughs) These things are everywhere. Yeah,
0: you'd be pretty pissed if you were the king that these people worshipped like a god, and then one day uh, you're just walking in the woods and you come across the skeleton of a fifty foot beast, and you're like oh boy, I'm going to have to cover this up with grass because if they find out that this thing exists, they're not going to be worshiping old
2: Michael anymore. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. I don't even have to look back to the days of kings. I think you can just look at the Pope of the Catholic Church. I think that's what he probably thought for a few hundred years there.
0: Oh boy, better cover up those dinosaur bones. Uh, Now we've talked a lot about dragons throughout history. So what does the life of your average dragon look like? Let's go through it. Well, even though the descriptions vary, the important characteristics are always pretty much the same. Large, reptilian-looking beasts with horns. A dragon scales are fireproof, of course, and could protect a fully-grown dragon from napalm or molten lava.
2: I mean, has someone tried? Uh, no. But I guess I we, we, we just know that dragons are stronger than napalm.
0: Yeah, that's implied. Uh, They can also live up to 1,200 years old. Wow. So crazy to think that some of the dragons that existed in these stories of old could still be stomping around
2: this earth today. What I'm learning from these stories is no matter how powerful, wise, or ancient you are, everyone loves gold, and apparently that's what's most important in life. Yeah, and if you live
0: for 1,200 years, you end up with a lot of it, (laughs) especially when you can melt anyone that gets in your way. If I lived for 1,200 years and could breathe fire, I'd have a lot of Bitcoin. (laughs) Let's put it like that. So what do dragons eat? Well, we've said it before. Uh, Some are said to eat gold and jewels. But also, allegedly, a lot of them like to eat deer, cows, humans. (laughs) A little more mythological here, but elves and unicorns. I might actually scratch those from the list. Because they're obviously not real. <laughs> and might dragons... have to
2: prove that those exist to prove that dragons exist.
0: Now, I know that this is what you're really waiting for. You want to know the most important question of all. Do dragons fuck?
2: I hadn't thought of it, but now that you've said it... it's all you can think about, isn't let's it? Let's go <laughs> play the music, get the lights dimmed. Very sexy
0: stuff. The answer is... Well, actually, let's not go too sexy with it, because this gets a little weird. <laughs> Uh, the answer is yes. Dragons do f**k. Mm-hmm. They actually mate in the sky. Wow, that's kind of it's poetic, pretty beautiful. Actually. Not so beautiful. They also participate in incest. Oh. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's different in dragon culture.
2: Well, there's not a lot of them. And I'm not saying that makes it any less weird. <laughs> but they don't have as many choices. There's no dragon bumble there's no dragon yeah. tinder.
0: You can't. Sw- it just scratches the phone if you try and swipe with those dragon claws. I don't know a lot about this, but there must be other animals that also participate in incest.
2: Yeah, maybe. You know? there, maybe there, it's not a weird thing in the animal kingdom. Sometimes in other animals, it can be a trippy genetic setup. I heard a pretty fascinating uh, stat recently that you know sometimes we look at the insect kingdom and as an example of how uh, animals look after each other and are altruistic. So, for example, you know, ants will sacrifice themselves to save their buddies or maybe like form like a, if they have to go across a river, they'll form like an ant raft or create an <laughs> ant bridge for the other ants to climb over. That's wild. Which seems like really awesome that they look out for each other like that. But it was explained to me that that's it doesn't actually break the rules of evolution because ants aren't related the same way that humans are related to each other. Basically, I'm kind of butchering this, but I think the deal is that each ant, soldier, little worker guy, yeah. every other ant is basically like their brother or sister. Right, okay. They're all, they all share like 50% of their DNA. So I think it's like they almost share more DNA with each other than maybe even like their own children or whatever. So it actually makes more sense to um, help out their buddies than even maybe their own family.
0: Wow, that's crazy. It's kind of like a hot, it's almost less of like lots of individual ants and just like a moving buzz of beings that all just kind of work together to get a job done.
2: And it's trippy that they know that, that they're like, help me, brother. Yes, brother. Of course, brother. (laughs) Anything for the hive, brother. (laughs) And then that ant gets to
0: the front and he's like, anything for the hive. And he like jumps down, (laughs) like gets smushed immediately.
2: Long live the hive.
0: Whereas you get weird looks if you do that for a human. You know, people don't appreciate it. The other day it was raining and there was a a puddle right in front of the traffic lights. And I just laid down in it on my back and said, anything for the hive. People just walked around me. They just didn't even use me as a raft or anything, which was actually kind of rude.
2: Have you seen my queen? Have you seen my queen? Where is she? Did you do something to her? I get arrested. Brothers, why? (laughs) Why? why is that voice just <laughs> the ant voice
0: <laughs> crumbs, crumbs 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 need crumbs <laughs> brother why <laughs> quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side Now, all these little poems and stories are obviously lovely, but what about real-world experience? The woman from the story in the beginning claims that she saw a dragon firsthand, but without any corroborating witnesses or even a first name, it's hard to trust her word. So instead of looking for the dragons, maybe we need to look for what they've left behind. As the saying goes, Kit, no smoke without fire. On October 8th, 1871... Two huge fires broke out across America, one in Peshtigo, one in Chicago. Uh, The one in Chicago was so big that it's referred to in the history books as the Great Chicago Fire, so it was pretty bad.
2: And that's bad for the windy city. (laughs) You would think the weather, they would put on any fire instantly. These two fires both started relatively near each other. The former in
0: Wisconsin and the latter in Illinois. And the cause of both of these fires, to this day, is unknown. During the same time period, fires also broke out in Michigan and Canada. These fires were all near each other, but still far enough apart that it couldn't have spread from location to location.
2: I think I see where you're going (laughs) with this.
0: After all these fires had died down, there were numerous theories as to what had caused them. This was also 1871, so I don't think there were firefighters coming in to kind of like evaluate the scene Mm. and be like oh it was those it candles was a cigarette
2: okay. yeah yeah i always wonder how do they know right <laughs> they go they go they just like kick kick up a few ashes of a building that's like ground zero and they're like oh yeah they left the toaster plugged in for too <laughs> long or whatever toast <laughs> it'll get you yeah i really have no idea how it's done in my head
0: it's like uh Poirot shows up, but in, like, a Mm. fireman's outfit, and he just, like, stomps around the ash for a little bit, and he's like, you are a smoker, no? It's like, yes, I am. I noticed very interestingly when I walked in that, uh, there were cigarette butts in your purse, and your fingers smelt of nicotine. It's like, I knew then that the only justification must have been a late night smoking a cigarette because of the bags under your eyes, you have been working late at the factory. You didn't have time to have dinner. You smoked,
2: you fell asleep, and the bedsheets were set ablaze. It was a chip pan fire. Oh. I was making chips. They went on fire. Oh. I admit it. So it wasn't the cigarettes. It wasn't. Or do you smoke? No. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I'm just tired. That's why I have bags under my eyes.
0: So the uh, so you, you had been working late at the factory, and you came home, and then... Uh, you fell asleep don't with pretend a pretend to pan. solve
2: it. I told you what happened. You're so determined <laughs> to get it to right. To get a W. Like,
0: I don't work at a factory. <laughs> I sleep nine hours a night.
2: <laughs> and I watched the chip pan burst into flames. <laughs> you know, you're pretty presumptuous, Praro. <laughs> you're a fat, lazy mess. You're late. Your life is a disgrace. You work at the factory, you don't have time to eat.
0: The bill will be in the mail. I'm not paying you a dime, Poirot. You didn't solve anything. After the events, people guessed everything from meteorites to lightning to a cow kicking over a lantern. But could the answer be right in front of
2: us? No, whatever you're about to say is not in front of us.
0: What were we talking about earlier? What did did the lady see on the hillside? No, I know where you're going with it. I'm just (laughs) arguing
2: that it's not right in front of us. No matter how quietly you roar like a dragon.
0: The answer could have been right in front of us this whole time.
2: Are you saying it's more likely that a dragon flew between, what, Wisconsin, Illinois, Canada and Canada? It
0: crossed the borders, my friends,
2: And started a series of fires without ever being sighted. And that's somehow more likely than... A cow kicking over a lantern?
0: A ca- in four places at once? Can this cow teleport, sir? Does he have the wings of Lions a bat? Fires
2: happen all the time. I don't know what to tell you. Not great
0: ones that burn down entire cities all over America. Okay. It was a. Could it have been a dragon the whole time? You well, butcher. You butcher no the one Saw del- it.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone would notice f- Daenerys Targaryen herself screaming Dracaris over Chicago. Look. If I broke into your
0: apartment dressed as f- Willy Wonka and smashed your iPad, would would you be, why are you dressed like Willy Wonka? Do you have any chocolate? No, you're just going to say, why did you break my iPad? This is why the people of these cities never even mentioned a dragon because they're not concerned with how the fire started. They oh, they <laughs> they're, oh, they they're oh, they would be concerned.
2: Oh, they would. They're concerned that their iPads have melted. So I don't think if a dragon won- <laughs> Bust on your door, sets fire to the entire building, killing your entire family. You barely escape wearing your charred underpants. <laughs> I don't think you're simply going to call the insurance company, get the house rebuilt and go back to life as it was. Uh, that's pretty true. I think you're going to want to get some answers. Yeah, you're... Where did this dragon come from? <laughs> Is he coming back? Your understanding of the
0: universe and how it works has been shaken to yeah. its core.
2: You, you probably think you're insane. No yeah on account of seeing the dragon
0: but then the fact that it broke out in all these places all over the world how does this happen
2: i just recommend that you move on because we're (laughs) spending a lot of time on it and i don't know if anyone's being convinced by it ah wow
0: that was really uh that was the big reveal that i thought was gonna wrap this thing up in a nice little bow so that actually hurts to hear that you're not you're not as on board as i thought um i guess i should go on
2: uh, I mean, you don't have to. No, it's if you, fine. If you don't want to, <laughs> which fine. just sounds like you don't.
0: <laughs> My heart's not a hundred percent in it anymore, but I'll, I'll still I can I keep can see reading. Why
2: I can see why there
0: are there are other animals obviously that exist that are called dragons. Uh, the kimono dragon is one of them. I, I, I guess you think he can. F- <laughs>
2: fly across is the is canadian border at this so, point not proving anything this was there's a fruit called a dragon fruit doesn't look <laughs> anything like a dragon it's actually not that tasty mostly popular southeast asia
0: <laughs> this isn't to prove anything this is just to show this is just topics of conversation lighthearted
2: topics of conversation how does this help us decide whether this case is truly paranormal or i not. thought
0: you were already going to be on board by now so that i could end the podcast with some light-hearted chatter and show you the picture of this little baby dragon but can i see it well i haven't teed it up yet you weren't supposed to see it yet you probably think dragons are massive this is this is how bad this is going this is so poor i
2: would have until you showed me that baby dragon all of a sudden oh my god i guess they do have babies at some point
0: yeah no this isn't a real dragon this is a this is something else yeah, so I'm. Re- I feel really shook right now. I, I feel like I'm not getting it as right. Yeah, you,
2: you, the whole the fourth wall's been broken. You don't. You're not even claiming to even remotely believe. Yeah, own research. Let's uh, let's go back. I think actually. What do you mean go back? It's February seventeenth. What do you mean nineteen 1990- ninety? To just, the start of the episode? Yeah, just because I don't. There's no way. There's I, no way we're doing that again.
0: I need a running start to deliver this bombshell no, right no, at the no. end. You get and one need, sentence. You don't get. Oh, you don't on. get
2: forty-five minutes of preamble.
0: All right, we'll, we'll skip a little bit forward. Uh, just a second. we laugh jumped
2: from the bushes no, to the no, king's aid. Way too far back. S- seriously? Okay. Just stay. Don't, pages. don't lift up the old pages. Just <laughs> okay. stay on the page you're on. All right,
0: we'll stay on this page. <clears throat> but could the answer be right in front of us the whole time? No, don't scrap that. That didn't go down, went down well the first time. I'm not doing that again.
2: This is insane. A
0: dragon? Do you think it's possible that a dragon lit all those fires? We've cut the earlier I don't, bit. Deliver that. Like, the, like this is the first time that you're hearing this because we cu- we're going to cut all that other stuff. Do you think it's possible?
2: What? What did you say? I didn't say. I didn't say anything yet. What I'm about to say is no. I don't think it's possible. Oh boy. Can we move on? Can I see the baby dragon on Yeah. This
0: is a little (laughs) dragon. Here you go. (laughs) That was
2: arguably worse than the first time. Uh, Also, uh, the only line above this is, so let me introduce you to Draco, brackets, not Malfoy. (laughs) (laughs) That's who you were trying to tee
0: up the whole time? It was the joke that was really going to win the award. So this is... It's a Draco a lizard. lizard.
1: Yeah. Uh, is, sure. Sorry,
0: you didn't even let me do the joke, for fuck's sake! Uh, just let me say the joke. So what I just sure, handed you sorry. was uh, a lizard called um, the Draco. <laughs> Not Malfoy. Yeah. From the popular uh, yeah. Harry Potter series. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah we... There's a whole li- different thing, this little guy. Sure. It looks like a little dragon. He actually does. I will give you that. If this wasn't the maximum size it ever got to, you would think that this is like a baby dragon. It's a lizard with wings, like kind of like a bat, uh, kind of frog legs, little lizard head and a tail.
2: You know, I'll give it to you. Uh, This is maybe the most kind of believable bit of the whole damn story is that if people back in the day found that, they might believe there were dragons.
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of uh, why I included this in the research is to give you a reasoning as to why this imagery exists why people think a creature like this could exist Mm -hmm. and it is a combination of things like probably the draco a creature that looks like what people believe a dragon look like like a komodo dragon this enormous crocodile like lizard creature um and it's only the it's the biggest lizard that is not extinct right now uh you know you're going back to 700 a.d who knows what kind of creatures were stomping around back in those days? It's a good point, I think, is what you were trying to say. You didn't say anything, but I think, I think you were trying to say fair play, the Powers. You really pulled that one
2: together at the end there. Hey, it's, an in, it's a really interesting. I, I can't pretend. I can't pretend. This, <laughs> this, is, br- this, is, this is brutal. Absolutely, absolutely this is nonsense. brutal. This is just.
0: <laughs> I thought it was going so well. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought it was going really I well. I think you lost me a wee laugh i I think we're all on board so we laugh i didn't really know what direction to take the 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 end of this episode Mm -hmm. and it kind of spiraled into a couple different avenues that really materialized into absolutely nothing (laughs) i did a little bit of research into you know there's a lot of people even today who are very enthusiastic about dragons dragon mythology uh dragon lore and uh, a lot of people right now that still even believe that dragons walk the earth I found someone on an internet thread who uh, was giving advice as to where you can find your own dragon eggs. Whoa. Implying that there are dragon eggs unhatched all over the earth. Uh, and he actually uploaded a bunch of pictures of his own eggs that he found Been busting into ostrich
2: nests, <laughs> uh, ganking, whatever he could find. He had a ton of them.
0: He had a ton of dragon eggs. And I think he was implying like, Hey, I'm the, I know where to get like, I think his, his, uh, it led with, you're lucky I found this thread because I'm the guy that you want to talk to. There's also a lot of people who believe that some humans are dragons in human form Mm. and you can tap into kind of dragon energy Wow! in some way or another to become like, I don't know, some sort of enlightened spiritual human.
2: That sounds like the guy who uh, talks a big game Right up until the Karate tournament, and he gets his ass handed to him. Yeah, <laughs> because it yeah. turns out Karate is a lot stronger than dragon energy when push comes to shove. I was really upset because um, it basically
0: descended into me Googling how to transform into a dragon. Sure. And uh, I found a great article, very descriptive, titled, How to Transform into a Dragon, mm-hmm. Uh, I was reading it for like 10, 15 minutes. It was talking about why you want to do it, what type of dragon you can become, the possible side effects, all the warnings. And then finally, it was like, here's how you do it. And it said the most popular way is to drink a dragon transformation potion.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to know how to make that, you got to buy the ebook and do the 12-week dragon transformation course.
0: No hyperlink, by the way, on the dragon transformation potion no linking articles none of oh, it of
2: course I because spent, every dummy knows how to
0: make one of those i then spent 30 minutes searching the internet for dragon transformation potion finding nothing by the way um so that was a, a total dead end there's also kind of similar to Do you remember we did this story where it was like people reciting almost chants to turn into wolves sadly i do there's also a version of that for dragons where you know every day before you go to bed you have to recite oh dragon lord give me wings give me claws make me fly all this kind of stuff and apparently you recite it over and over and over again every day and then your dragon powers start to kick in
2: isn't it mad how all that like animal transformation stuff it's basically just getting you to pray but instead of praying to god for you know faith and 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 belief and and a holy life you're praying for to breathe fire and to <laughs> breathe fire it's the same logic
0: yeah i mean if it doesn't hurt anyone go for it you want to pray to a dragon it's absolutely
2: hurting you and your life and your
0: loved ones well it's funny you mentioned that because in the youtube video it was like how to know if your dragon powers are kicking in Mm -hmm. and it was like here's how you know headaches sore back (laughs) itchiness all over it was all bad all of it was bad. And uh, all the comments were like, I've been doing this for one day and I feel physically ill. <laughs> it's like, I could barely sleep at night. I'm sweating bullets. And I was like, I think, I think you might be sick. You, need, you should go to a hospital. <laughs> this how, was this happening before the dragon ritual? <laughs> so it's a big world, the world of dragons, as we've kind of established today, between Apparently. the eggs, between the transformations, between dragons still walking the earth to this very day. It's hey. a
2: big case. It's a massive case for something that, as we've discovered, I'm kind of ragging on it that, you know, okay, there's not a lot of physical evidence for these things. But it's amazing enough just that these things have been living rent free in our minds as a species for thousands of years all over the world. Everyone loves a good bloody dragon.
0: It's true. Yeah. And I think it's a really it's a really fun thing to do is take a creature or a specific type of imagery from pop culture and trace it back to its original origin sure. you know because you could do that with anything like where did a goblin come from yeah who, who made the first goblin or sandworm we could make one right now that could go down in history
2: wow that's kind of dope to think of
0: yeah it could be like the uh the mascot for the podcast
2: we better uh, give it a lot of consideration because we want this to be something cool that everyone takes really seriously and thinks about for thousands of years. Yeah, yeah.
0: So we should give them like a sweet name that's like evergreen as well. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, Spunky. Yeah, or something like that.
2: Like, uh, like, a, like a Grunkle.
0: Yeah, because that just rolls off the t- rolls off the tongue. You know, it's S- like maybe even a Spunkle. <laughs> I like that, Jizo. Something like that. Pissy.
2: Yeah, a Mr. Yeah.
0: Shit. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> something, okay. something like, you know, kind of crass. So the, the teenagers like it. <laughs> this is our
2: <laughs> this paranormal life, top trumps card game. <laughs> Kids opening up packs of cards in 50 years' time. You got Grunkle? I've just got 10 Mr. Shits. <laughs> we'll be selling
0: Mr. Shit as an NFT. <laughs> Uh, later this year. All right, we've rattled on enough about dragons and becoming dragons. It's time to find a conclusion here. And I know it's a hard one to come down on because we're not really looking at a specific case or a specific story. Mm. This is kind of dragons as an entity. Um so I don't know. Yeah, how do we want to kind of conclude this one? Do we believe that dragons are more than mythological at any yeah, point? And real? let's go let's cuz you know, there are so many different types of dragons and so many different types of stories. Let's specifically look at this uh, stereotypical fire-breathing treasure hoarding. Right,
2: the the Northern European dragon.
0: Yeah, let's hyper-focus on that guy for now. Whether or not we think a creature like that
2: ever did exist. No.
0: Oh, God. Oh, God, that was
2: brutal. (laughs) The only photo was a picture of someone holding a baby lizard. (laughs) That was the photographic evidence. For thousands of years of dragons haunting Europe. I really thought you would at least entertain
0: the notion for a little bit longer than just shut that down so hard. That was so brutal.
2: Really, after We Laugh and (laughs) all we've been through together. I didn't say it wasn't a dope story. I'm just not even sure We Laugh is real. Here's
0: a little peek behind the curtain, listeners. It's already painful enough that Kit just immediately gave this podcast a no. But our recording software crashed four times during this episode, and we've lost progress and had to re-record it multiple times. Most of the We Laugh stuff,
2: (laughs) to be honest.
0: You don't know how many times I've said the word We Laugh (laughs) today. It's more than I care to for the rest of my entire life. Um, So to go through all of this, to get a no slapped on my forehead almost immediately, that's pretty painful. That being said it is uh i believe it is a no from me as well this week
2: sure it uh, does
0: pain us of course it pains us do you, th- do you really think it's a coincidence though that the one like we haven't had a uh audio recording fail since two years ago maybe three years ago yeah. it's been clean sailing since then you really think that the one day we decide to do dragons it fails four times you think that's just a coincidence <laughs>
2: it's pretty hot in this room that's all i'm gonna say <laughs>
0: You don't think Big Dragon is trying to conceal the truth from coming out?
2: You know, I was thinking whenever we were talking about the fires across, uh, you know, Illinois and Canada and so on, you know, I was thinking back to whenever um, my wife and I were in Japan and we're seeing all the nice sights and you're seeing all the ancient buildings and stuff like that. Only it was, it's always a little disappointing to learn that the buildings aren't always as ancient as they look or as you think they are. I don't know, you'll go see, like, I don't know, Himeji Castle or one of the great shrines. And they'll be like, this beautiful castle has been here for over a thousand years. Not this one, though. This was built in the 70s. It's been burned down and rebuilt about 17 times since it was first built. And it really struck me for the first time, because we come from such a rainy place where fire isn't as big an issue. uh, It really blew my mind to think that there are places on Earth where fire is maybe the number one threat in your life yeah you know it would decimate cities and countries uh, when it happened and it makes it really all that much more believable that people would believe in things like this
0: yeah i mean it's crazy to think as you said that in some of these countries the number one threat to your life is dragons okay i think is what you're implying all right we're done here where does the fire come from yeah the Uh, dragon's belly Actually, I can
2: kick it over a lantern. You said it. Is <laughs> it too late to take back my no? Okay. Now I'm coming around All to the right. idea. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. <laughs> uh Thank you for listening to
0: this week's episode of This Paranormal Life. Thank you, Amy Grisdale, for the research and Kami Tomin for editing this week's episode. Guys, we have another exciting announcement right here at the end of the podcast. As some of you know, Kit and I also love making music with our band Team RKT. And our new single, Don't Wait Up, just came out. You can listen to it right now. This thing is hotter than Dragonfire, my friends. You're going to want to get on it immediately. You can check out the new song by clicking the link in the description of this podcast. If you enjoy it,
2: give us a follow, add it to your playlist, share it with your friends. It was awesome. We played one of our last singles um, just a few weeks back here on the pod, and we got such amazing feedback from you guys. I really was really touching and it really helped us actually go a long way. You guys pre-saving the track, adding it to your playlist and stuff. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. And so we hope you love this single as well. So here it is our new track. Don't wait up. Breaking up on the internet. The
1: only story I'm not sick of yet. Driving home. It's getting late. Another journey Like I've always been, but I'm breaking tonight I'm locked in to bad habits, but it's more than this I'm more than this. Don't wait up, cause I'm not coming back Don't wait up, cause I'm not gonna call And this time I know that I can keep a hold on my